0: and forgetting about the cares of what's on the other side of the door and just concentrating, just concentrating on the goodness of God. And just thinking about all that the God has brought you through this past week and how he has kept you and watched over you, your family, your home, your children, just so much to be grateful for. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Father God, as we bow before your throne this morning, God, we want to honor you, Lord, with our praise, oh God. We want to honor you, oh God, with our hearts, oh God, with our minds, Lord God. Thank you for your love and your mercy, God. Thank you for keeping us, Lord God, watching over us, God, for keeping us from dangers seen and unseen, Lord God. Father God, there are many, if you call them by name on today, God, they can't answer, Lord God. But we ask, oh God, that we just thank you, God, that you kept us, Lord God, that we are still here, Lord God, through no goodness that we've done, Lord God. Nothing that we have said or done for each other, oh God, that merit us to be here today, God. It's just your grace and your mercy, God, to allow us to just see the sunshine one more day, God. And for that we tell you, thank you, God. We thank you, God, for your son, oh God, that came, oh God, and bled and died on an old rugged cross, Lord God, that we may have the right to the tree of life, Lord God, who willingly gave his life, Lord God, who willingly shed his blood, Lord God, who knew everything that he would endure, Lord God, but he did it just for us, Lord God, and we thank you for that, Lord God. We thank you for that, Lord God. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord God, we lift up this service to you, Lord God. We ask, oh, Father God, that you would move this spirit, oh God, of stillness, oh God, of unconcern, Lord God. Our minds are everywhere except right here on you, God, where it should be, Lord God. Even myself as I struggle, Lord God, I ask you, oh God, that you would touch me right now, God. From the crown of my head, Lord God, to the sole of my feet, Lord God. And anything that will hinder this prayer, oh God, that you would move it in the name of Jesus, Lord God. God, we thank you, God. We can't thank you enough, Lord God. We ask now, God that this service be pleasing in your sight on today, Lord God, that every word that is said, every song that is sung, every clap, oh God, be a tribute and an honor to you, oh God. We thank you for today, God. We thank you for what you've done, and we thank you for what you are about to do, Lord God. We ask these things, oh Father. And all the things that we fail to ask, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We ask for traveling grace for those that are yet on the way, Lord God. We ask, O oh God, that you would guide the wheel, O oh God, that you would bring them to the household of faith, O oh God, that we can dwell together, O oh God, and worship you in unity, Lord God. Touch right now the man of God, Lord, that is going to bring the word, God, that is going to bring the word straight from heaven, Lord God, and let it cut asunder everything, O oh God, that is not like you on today, Lord God. We honor you, Lord. We praise you. We worship and adore you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Okay. Now we will have a selection by our men's choir. Followed by that, we will have the bread of life from, from, from our very own pastor, Michael H. L. Robinson. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 It saves amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Save the rich like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. was blind, but now I see. Amazing, amazing grace. Ah! My business. come
2: you blessed and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, Father God. Father God, the one Father who sheds blood for us, Father God, that we may have opportunity for the tree of life, Father God. Father God, we know, Father God, that when he shed that blood on Calvary Cross, Father God, that you had pre-planted for us, Father God, because we you knew, Father God, we would fall, Father God. Because you are such a loving God, Father God, that you have planned and placed for us, Father God, so we yeah, will be able to come and spend with, with our, our eternal life with you, Father God. Father God, we ask in your son Jesus' name. One more time, Father God. Do you forgive yes. us of all our sins, yes. Father God? Yes. Do you wash, cleanse, and purge us with hiss, yes. make us yes. cleaner yes. than the whiter than snow, Father God? Yes. Father God, we ask that you will come in by your spirit today, right now, yes. Father God, and you will yes. fall afresh and anew, Father God. Yes. And Father yes. God, I ask you, with us, let's be on one accord. Bring us yes. into unity, but bring us into the faith, Father God. Let's be on one accord, with the Father, yes. the Son, yes. and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Let yes. us all be one, Father yes. God. Father God, come in by your spirit right now, even more, Father God. Yes. And as we go forth today in your service, let it be a sweet smell to your nostrils. Yeah. Let us give, lift up songs of Zion, songs of yeah. praise. Yeah. Let the word come forth like a two-edged cutting sword. Yeah. Let it come forth, Father God, going to and fro, Father God. Yeah. Father God, we ask that you come in. You will bless the sick right now, Father God. Yes. You'll go into the hospital rooms, into the nursing homes, and you go into our homes, Father God. Yeah. And you will put things in order, Father God. Yeah. Move by your spirit on those, Father God. Yeah. Yeah. For, some, Father God, they want to be here, Father God, but they not, Father God. Father God, I ask you to bless him even the more, Father God, as you bless us today, Father yeah, God. Yeah. Father God, I ask you come in you will bless the man of God right now, yeah, Father God. Yeah. You follow your anointing you yeah. from top of his head down to the soles of his yeah. feet, Father God. You will use him in a great amount of way. Let the word yeah. come forth yeah. right now, Father God. Yeah. Bless his helpmate, Father God. Bless First Lady, Father God. Yeah. And Father God, anything that any would use to distract him, Father God, I ask you to drive it away, Father God, yeah. as the east yeah. is from the west right now, Father God. Father, yeah. Father God, so he will be able to do what you had called for him to do, Father God. God. And, Father God, we have individuals here, Father God, who are heavy-hearted. They got things going on in their lives right yeah, now, Father God. Yeah. They don't know what to do, Father God. And some days they wake up wondering, Father God, is this going to be the day, Father God? Yeah, Father God, God. God, talk to them. Speak in their oh, ear, Father God. Let them know it's yeah, going to be yeah, all right. Yeah, Father God, we yeah. know, Father God, we said, cast your cares on yeah. them, Father God. Yeah. Father God, you said, Father God, that, that yeah. you will come in in a great and a mighty way, Father God. You will move in our yeah. situation in our second. You will bless us, yeah. Father God, because we are the chosen Jesus, Father God. We are a royal yeah, for our role, priesthood, Father God, yeah. Father Your blood, Father God, has washes, cleanses, yeah, so, and purifies, yeah. Father God, Father God, moved by Your Spirit, Father. Yeah. We ask this blessing in Your Son, Jesus Christ, precious and holy name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. I, I will flush
1: in the Lord. I
3: God, just a little bit more praise, church. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> amen. Throat> amen. It's certainly good to see all of y'all this morning. Amen. 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 And we do bless God just for another day. Amen. And for him keeping us, amen. 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 Y'all feel all right this morning? Amen. 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 Anything, any of y'all got things in your heart y'all need to get off? All right, what I need y'all to do, y'all need to go ahead and roam around just for a little bit. Amen. And I need y'all to tell somebody something good. Amen. Amen. Y'all get on up. Amen. I need y'all to clear your heart and your minds this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This choir that sang, to hymned it up. Amen. Amen. Y'all still feeling heavy in here. Amen. Amen. God says, cast your cares upon him. Amen. Amen. And God needs us. He wants us to know it. Amen. And y'all know God don't change, amen. God is the same Folks sitting around here lying on God now. To make God ain't doing like he used to do, amen. Amen, amen. You better say it over there in that corner, amen. Amen, they're changing the rules in the churches, amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Y'all show up in the Bible says, so y'all see, we're talking about those same things, amen, so we don't get duped, amen. But they're changing things in the church and they've been changing the understanding and interpretation of the Word of God, amen. But they're really not changing the Word. Amen. You've got coming up with some false doctrine, amen. Know what the Word says, amen. Know what God says about them, right? They're false prophets, amen. Amen. And the Lord tells us not to believe every spirit. Amen, somebody. Amen. So as the world change, amen, the people change, amen, they change their direction, their course, and their course is going away from God, amen. Uh, we got to know the word, amen, we got to know God's spirit, amen, and we can't follow the direction of the world. Amen, somebody. Amen. Every now and then you see a dog wag its tail, but that don't mean the tail is leading the dog. Amen, somebody. Amen. The Bible says of us as believers that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen, and we're supposed to be leading the world. Amen, somebody. Amen. If you're the light, amen. You know your cars, your your bright lights out front; they ain't in the back. Amen, somebody. If we're the light, we're gonna be leading the world. Amen, somebody. Amen, amen, amen. amen. So y'all need to know this, and we got to get it down in our heart. And um, don't just know it when everything is going good. We got to know it when things are not going so good. Talk to yourself this morning, Michael. Amen. Amen. When things are not going so good, you got to realize that God is still God and besides him, there is none other. Amen. Amen. You got to know God. So I'll never leave you. Hey, amen. I'll never forsake you. Amen. I don't care what that devil say to you. Amen. Oh my God. Thank you, God. If you're a believer in God, you know when God is talking. Amen. You may not know the enemy is talking, but you know it ain't God. Amen. So you don't listen to that silliness. And say, I don't know who he is. He's a stranger. Amen. And the, and the Lord says, stranger's voice you will not follow. Amen. That means even spiritually, when the devil tell you, amen, your situation is so bad, amen, you need to give up, you need to turn around, you need to cast in the towel, amen. No, no, devil, I ain't following, that ain't God. That don't even line up with God's word. If you cannot discern, amen, the spirit, you can't discern the voice, you can't discern the word, just know it's not the word, and I ain't gonna follow it. Amen, somebody. Amen. God says, bless the Lord, amen, at all times. Woo! Mmm. Bless the Lord. Amen. And that's what David did. David told his soul, Amen. But the problem is, we tell our hands to go up. We tell our feet to go up. But our soul is still distraught and just messed up. We've got to say, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And everything within me, bless his holy name. Woo goodness. Woo! If you can get your soul a blessing, God, God have mercy. Mm. Lord have mercy. You can get your soul a blessing, God. I'm telling you. Some change will come in your life. Thank you, God. Ooh, Lord have mercy. And if you think about what the Lord has done for you, yeah. if you think about how he shed his blood on Calvary for you, yeah. for me, yeah. not when I was good, mother, yeah. when I was out there cutting the rug on the dance floor, amen, he was shedding that blood for me, amen, yeah. when I was dipping and dabbling and ducking and hiding, amen, he was shedding his blood, amen, cut me with his blood, amen, because it had not been for the blood of Jesus. Yeah. I don't know about you. I have no idea where I'll be. Yeah. And when God allows you to look back on your life and you see how you did some crazy and God brought you through it. Hey amen. you ever woke up, amen, after doing some nonsense and you don't know where you've been, what happened, but you realize something could have happened to you, yeah. but thank God for his grace and his mercy that he didn't. Yeah. See, I couldn't think him back then. But right now, amen, I know the blessed God what he has done. It ain't the cars, it ain't the houses, it ain't the money, amen. It's the right mind, amen. And he's kept me that I can know him, amen. And he's gonna keep doing what he's doing in my, in my life until the day of Jesus Christ. That means when he take me out of here, that's when the work is done. Don't give up on him now, amen. Don't let the things in your life hold you down from blessing God. Mm-mm. See, some of us, amen, back in the days when y'all went to the dances and the clubs and the joints, under the shade trees, all this other stuff. Y'all, I mean, y'all, when your song got on, that's when you wanted to dance. And that's where we're in church. Sometimes they don't sing the right song. I ain't moving, girl. I ain't something my feet. If he don't say the right word, I ain't doing it. I ain't saying amen. But you say the right word. Yeah. Every time God's words come forth, you should be ready. Y'all remember back in the day, you used to go out, amen, to the club, amen, and some people on the dance floor the whole night. They didn't stop. And on the way home, they still joking. They still going there. If we could bless God like that, whoo, you wake up thinking about God, amen, shouting and praying and blessing him, amen, talking about the goodness. You turn that nonsense off, amen, that all these producers in the world are telling us is right and you are listening to god you will come here shouting yeah. for me like girl what did you say i think about the goodness of god yeah. i know what he's done for me amen that's my song right there yeah. Woo. Yeah. that's what we need to be at church yeah. just think about the goodness of the lord yeah. stop thinking about all that we got going on oh yeah. my goodness yeah. i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna stop amen wow. i had this boy come coming he owed me some money and he's all making excuses he was quiet. Amen. Sat there with the head down, and finally, you know, um, Rev, um, things hard right now. I'm going through some stuff. I think, brother, everybody going through some stuff. Times hard for everybody. Amen. amen somebody. So we all got some going. Just think about God, though. God still sits high. He still looks low, and oh by the way, He's still taking care of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right about it? Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. So let's give God some praise. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you. Amen. 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 Certainly, amen. we bless God for everybody in their place. Amen. To my wife. Amen. The deacons, the mothers, the amen. deaconess. Amen. amen. Our ushers, our sound ministry. Amen. Um, hospitality. Amen. Men, women, boys, girls. Amen. Somebody amen. members, amen. non-members, Satan's crew amen we, we bless god for him for them amen that's what keeps us on our knees y'all amen so everybody in their respective the place we thank god for you and we do pray that god will really and truly bless your heart and bless you real good amen amen, amen. let's find ourselves just thinking on the goodness of the lord amen amen, amen. if y'all don't mind let's go with me to the word uh, we're going to find ourselves over in matthew chapter 13 <clears throat> Matthew chapter 13. We're not going to be long-winded today, amen. Matthew chapter 13, we're going to read for you verses 24 through 30. When you have it, go and say amen. and stand to your feet, please. Amen, amen. We thank God for you, amen, and y'all, amen. Believers, do us some real good, amen. Amen. Beginning at verse number 24, the word reads, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while he slept, an enemy came and sowed tares amongst the wheat. And he went his way. Sound like Satan, don't it? (laughs) But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, sir, did not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, an enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, Ye root up also the wheat, and them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Amen. Amen. Thus concludes the reading of God's word. Amen. Um, I want you to go and have your seats, please. As we get over to our our folk verse, which is verse thirty. Amen. Verse 30, it says, Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat unto my barn. And what my thought is this morning is there is good seed in the field. Father God, we bless you today, God, for your good seed. God, we thank you, God, for your word. God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ, your only begotten son that was shed for our sins, that has given us, O oh Lord God, a right to life with you, Father God. I ask now, God, that you, God, would allow your word to go forth, O oh Lord God. O oh God, deliver, save, set free, Father God. And I pray, God, even now you would open our hearts to your word and then, God, allow salvation to come in. God, I pray, God, that you would bless this place today, God, not only in this building But wherever the word is heard, God and I do pray right now, God, for those who find themselves in places other than Your house, O God, in places other than Your presence, God, in places doing what they should not be doing, God. I pray now, God, for those who have misprioritized their life, God. I pray for mercy. I pray, God, for grace to be upon them. God, open their eyes and their ears. You know, God, please, God, cover them now. And allow them, God, an opportunity, God, to get it right now. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There is good seed, ushers, we thank you this morning. There is good seed in the field. Uh, we find that Christ, in the midst of um, you know, preaching and, and teaching, which he's always, always doing, he's normally telling a, a parable. And a parable is just a... A simple story that has natural understanding, but there's a spiritual meaning behind it. but notice what Christ normally does when he 's preaching and teaching with parables. He speaks to the masses that 's the believers and the unbelievers alike all in the same audience. but he come back and he speaks to his Disciples, his believers, clearly on what he's meaning, because even us as believers, every now and then, when Christ speak in parable, we're like wondering what it is. Oftentimes, the disciples, um, when he was talking about going to Lazarus, hey, wh- wh- what, what are you going there for? He's dead. Um, he- he's sleep. And then next thing they know, they want to go there with him. They had no idea what Christ was really saying. So with that, you and I, as believers, we have to make sure that we keep that connection with God. Keep that connection with Christ, keep our head in the word and ask God to give us understanding of his word. Amen. So here as he's speaking, <clears throat> he's talking to them about this particular field. And I asked you to read the entire chapter 13. But as you look at the beginning of chapter 13, you'll see where Christ uses a parable about the sower. Amen. The sower is just a farm, if you will, just going out throwing seeds. And we see that the seeds are falling in different places. Um, Some fell on stony ground, some fell on, you know, good ground and bad ground. Some of the seeds came up quickly and they burn off real quick. Some of the seeds didn't come up at all and other seeds just kind of took a little while to permeate in their hearts and they grew and it stayed. And later on he tells us exactly what that means. But here, as we go a little further down and I grab my thought when he says there is good seed in the field what actually happens here with these seeds, he's going through and he's throwing out the same identical seed. He didn't get five different batches and see which set of seeds are gonna come up. He had one set of seed that he threw out. I mean, he threw them seeds out, and as it was coming up, some bad stuff came up. Yeah, y'all following me right, some bad stuff came up. And so those who were working this field say, wait a minute, didn't you have good seed that you threw out there? And they "Well, yeah, he said, wait a minute. So where all this other stuff coming from and Christ makes it clear that that other stuff came from The enemy and If you back it up a little bit church when you see how the enemy comes in and snatches Up that seed that word that we were giving Amen, he'll snatch it from us if we don't take and apply it if we don't take and study the word So here he's saying hey the, the wheat and the tear, let him grow, but I put out good seed and when we take How it relates to us when we come in here and the word of God comes out and you're getting the word, you're not getting the the name it, claim it. Amen. The world is yours. And, you know, do what you want to do. It's your thing. You ain't getting nothing. You're getting the word of God. But if you notice what happens, amen, you notice what happens with some, the word catches and takes root. Amen. And other times and other folk, it don't. Y'all got it. So so get it now. Now, how do what do we do here? We need to just let the wheat and the tear grow together. Amen. Look at our first point here. He says here in the first point over in verse 30, he says, um, let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them. But both together, the wheat. Bring the wheat into my barns. Amen. Bring the wheat to my barn. I rebuke the enemy now. The first thought is um, just let him grow. Too often when we look at people, I'm just going to get right down to the core of the word this morning. When we look at people and you look at the word going forth and you feel in your heart that the word was rich, the word caught you, the word hit your feet. Amen. The word pricked your heart. The word brought a tear to your eye. The word took your mind back to a time when you were doing what you shouldn't be doing and you repent of it. And you know it's rich, you can feel the spirit moving in the place. And you walk out, and y'all, you know, a few of us, we talk about, oh, wasn't the word good? Didn't we feel the Lord today? And 20 people give their lives to the Lord, and then you walk out and you got a handful of saying, hmm, I don't know what them food. somebody in there today. Now the same word went out. And if we're not careful, what we will have a tendency of doing is trying to be like these who was tending the fields and say, Lord, do you want me to go ahead and pluck them up? You want me to go ahead and take them up? And he says, no, leave them alone. Let the wheat and the tares grow together. So what am I saying, church, this morning as we as believers in God, we hear the word and the word takes root. We've got to treat even what we may perceive to be tares you know, stuff that's no good. we got to still treat it right. It's not for us to pluck up. It's not for us to be judgmental on anybody as plain and simple church. That, that's all it is. So don't, don't start segregating. Amen. I'm going to go and separate folk out. It's not my responsibility, neither the yours. He said, let them grow together. If you take a good look at this picture, amen, that that is displayed, you see two grains of, of seemingly wheat up there. Is there a difference? There's a difference. Now, which one is the right one? The one on the left? Everybody say the one on the left. Anyone say the one on the right? I heard somebody say, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what kind of weed he's growing. Maybe he's growing something with a big kernel on it. Maybe he's growing something that's really fine. We don't know. We don't know what the Lord is doing in people's heart or in their lives. Amen. he says, let it grow. So our responsibility as believers is to do what? Treat each other, say what? Right. Right. Amen. What is right? We treat them with love and kindness. I don't care what you did last night. I don't care where you went last night. If I saw you and know you went somewhere, that's more reason for me to treat you right. It is not me to come back and say, hey, I need to make you right. I'm going to take that mess out of you because you and I don't have any delivering power, church. We don't have it at all. I saw a preview of this movie that's coming on Pure Flix, and it's this little girl. And they were standing out on this lake, and all of a sudden, she can see what she says to God out there. And we know it wasn't God physically, maybe an angel, but she saw something out there. And God was dealing with this young girl. And she started having faith in God and she started praying for folk and folks started getting healed. They started getting delivered. Amen. And God started doing miraculous things in her life. Amen. And she was able to realize, amen, that she couldn't do it. Amen. It's not me. It's God. Amen. Every now and then, church, God will allow you and I as believers to do something. We are able to lay hands every now and then. Amen. We're able to see some things every now and then. Amen. But it's not us. It's God who's doing it, amen. It is His work, amen, and it's marvelous in our sight, amen. We've got to make sure we realize, amen, it's God's, it's not me. God didn't send us out, amen, to sort through. Amen, somebody. Christ, amen, I didn't come right now to judge the world. He didn't send you and I to judge the world. Ask yourself the question how many of y'all been judging, folks? Don't think think about yourself. Have you been judging? Folk, be honest with yourself now. That's where deliverance comes. H- how many, amen, have God convicted them? And you were doing what you thought was right, but then God shut you down and said, Hey, what you was doing was not right, it was sinful, it was wrong. It's making division amongst the brethren. And sometimes folk don't know what's going on, but God knows, amen. God convicted me. I said some things, amen, which was no, not bad in, in, in a human stance. And God convicted, I'm not even thinking about this stuff. And he said, You know what? When you did this year, that was absolutely wrong. But God, my motives, my intentions, your intentions and motives is not, they say hell is paved with good intentions. We've got to do it godly. God, order myself and direct my path. God, I see this. What do I do It Just bring it to the throne of grace. Just bring it to the altar, amen. Just treat them right, amen. Let them grow. Let them grow together, church. God has a plan, a purpose for each one of us. Everybody has a calling on their life. It's not always be a preacher or a bishop or a deacon or an apostle, but you're called a child of God. And there's something that you bring to the body of Christ. It's not always in a traditional sense. Here's what God is doing. Because you look back at what God did with Elijah. Look what he did with Samuel. Look what he did with David. Look what he did with Paul and all the apostles. Amen. When Paul came in here, you're going to go on free to the Gentiles. That was different. But it's all the glory of God. God has brought you into this place for purpose. Yeah. Let me tell you what the purpose is not. It is not to judge God's people. Talk to yourself this morning, Mike. It is not to judge God's people. See, see, every now and then, church, God will allow you to see that there's some some wheat growing. There's some tares growing. You can see the evidence of your work. You can see the fruits of your labor every now and then. But every now and then, I mean, there'll be some stuff growing like, God, why is that? coming up. What is that God? And you don't know what it is, but God still has you putting soil around Amen. He still has you amen, taking and moving things around me. He still have you putting in bigger pots. Yeah. Yeah. What am I saying church? Let them grow together. Yeah. Let God do the work. God says that uh, when the harvest comes, he has reapers. But our responsibility right now is just to let it grow. Notice over in John chapter 15, verse 2, he says, every branch in me that bears not fruit, what does he do? Take it away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purge it, that it may bring forth more fruit. God knows what he needs to take away. God knows what nurturing is necessary. But notice now what happens here, amen. We totally shifted the whole other area with what's going on with God. Initially, they just let the wheat and the tear grow together, and his reaper is gonna take care of that. But now he starts talking about the disciples, the believers. He's gonna let the wheat, let the tear, let the good and the bad grow together, and he'll sort it out. But then for those of us who are believers, those of us who say we are sold out, we've given our life to Christ. I mean, he said those who do not bear fruit, what does he do? Take it away. Cut it off. Now, I'm not sure if he's just kind of moving it. Amen. Sometimes, you know, we we need remediation. We need a little bit more. Amen. God got to take us to a special class to give us what we need. I I don't know if it's that. Amen. But God said, I'm going to take that away. It's out of the way of the agenda and the work that I'm doing. But those who are bearing fruit, the fruit bearers, the ones who are doing the work, amen, working in the calling in which God has given you, amen, and there's fruit coming, amen, he's going to purge you. He's not pretty per you. He's going to move out those things that you've been trying yourself to get out of the way. And something you don't realize God need to move out of you so you can do a greater work for him. He moved those things out of your way. But notice when he does it in his time. Anybody got something? Amen. You want God to get out of the way right now? Sit down and make a lunch. God, I want this gone, that gone. God, if you can move this, I can do a better work. You don't know what God has for you to do. God, I'm already bearing fruit. So if you move it, I can give you more. God knows what you need God has a whole cycle in this thing called life if you observe plants every now and then you'll find these These pesty little bugs They just show up some of them get on the leaves of your flower, amen, and you wake up and there's holes in the leaves. You wake up on the bottom, there's white spots, It's powder on the bottom of it. And every now and then the plant looks so good, but there's still bugs. And you wanna get rid of them. You're like, what are these bugs for? Where are they coming from? They have no purpose, I need to get rid of them. And then you start praying and reading and studying. You realize that I mean, God has those bugs in there to get rid of those dead, rotten roots in your pot. You had no idea. they just a nuisance to you. You don't like it. But God created, amen. So every now and then when you don't understand, amen, what's going on around you, amen, but you see the fruit coming up, amen, the tree is growing. Let it be. Everything God has is here for a purpose. Uh We try to kill. I ain't killing snakes anymore, y'all. I've taken a vow. I'm not killing snakes anymore. They've got a problem. They're going to shoo them off and put the snake away down. That's all I'm going to do. Why? Because they have a purpose. Even in the Garden of Eden, there was purpose in the serpent being there. He tempted Eve and we found out, amen, it wasn't quite right, hadn't listened to God. And every time I see it, amen, I'm reminded, amen, of how Eve and Adam was tempted and they failed because of that serpent. You remind me to do good. Crawl on, cause I still got dominion over him too. I told y'all about my king snake incident. And I find out with king snakes, they eat snakes. They eat other little rodents and things like that. He ain't my friend, but I'm gonna let him live because he too has purpose. The things that God need to prune and purge in us, He'll do it. Y'all listen good now. The things that God needs to prune and purge in the church, He'll do it. Why? Because the church belongs to Him. The believers belong to God, and so we're all one body in Him. When you go to the doctor, I'm mean, using my good friend Mr. Munger across the street. He has some issue going on, and well known him. Mean, he had his leg amputated, and he was content with that because he realized that what the surgeon needed to do and wanted to do, because it's there to preserve his life, kept it as long as he could. Same thing with you and I, Amen. God will allow things in our life as long as He needs them there to get us to the place that He wants us. To be Y'all remember Paul in his thorn? He asked God three times, "God, take it away!" But God allowed the the message of Satan to buffet him. Amen. Perhaps to keep him in line, to keep him thinking and praying and considering what God is doing. Church, when things are in our lives we don't understand, why, God, why are you letting this be? He may never show us, amen, but there is, remember, at the very onset of the sermon, I said, we're the light. And those things need some light shed on them, but we got to do it through the word. God knows what needs to be nurtured. He knows what's necessary in your lives. And there are some things that God is ready to take out of our lives. But why is he not taking them out? Because we have not gotten to that place. We're able to have them moved out of our lives. And therefore, they're going to stay there. We're not praying like we need to, dig We're not fasting like we need to. We're not reading God's Word. We're not exercising God's Word like we need to. God knows what nurturing is necessary. He knows, amen. But, church, we're to bring forth fruit even in the midst of the tares. When the weeds come into your garden I and mean, they grow, and Seem like going to strangle out your plants, amen, but they're necessary. Amen. Maybe that's why we give it more attention. If our plants grew up without any weeds, we would just walk by them. Oh, they're pretty, baby. Come look at the plants. We fail to water them, we fail to feed them, we fell to prune them. But you see them weeds coming up. Start using it rightly. I'm almost done with y'all this morning. All the way over in the Revelation, y'all, I want y'all to set your eyes on this. Go take your Bible to Revelation 14. Revelation 14. Hey, y'all know in Ecclesiastes, the word says how at the time and the purpose of everything under the sun. Revelation 14 and 15 says and another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice him that sat on the cloud, thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. Harvesting time is coming. Harvesting time is coming. Many of you who grew up in a rural area, there was a time of year that different things would bloom and blossom and get ripe. Amen god is letting us know now that harvesting time is coming going back to the very onset of the scripture we see where the lord said, i'm let let the wheat and the tare grow together and when my reapers come i'm gonna have them bundle up all of the tares first i'll bundle them up and then what i'm gonna do i'm gonna burn them and then i'm gonna take the rest and put in my barn he's doing that in his time in his season and I'm telling you today, as we wrap up, amen, harvesting time is coming. I'm not talking about as these preachers saying, your time for your blessing. It's your time, it's your season. You work for this thing. No, I'm talking about the blessing that God has for us called eternal life through Christ. When you come back, He's going to harvest up all of those who belong to Him. That's wrong. Say, hey, we'll be caught up with Him. But if you're not His, It may be the tear, the wheat. You look like you belong to God, but you don't. When harvest time comes, He's gonna separate the sheep from the goat. He's gonna separate the wheat from the tear. He's gonna separate the believers from the unbelievers. He's gonna separate the prophets. From the false prophets. Amen. And we've got to get our houses in order now, because when that time come, church, it is not going to be time to get right. Then if we don't get right now, you won't get right when he come back. Let, let those who still continue to steal. let those who are righteous be righteous still. That's what he's talking about when he come back. But church, we've got to let the wheat and the tear grow together. And we've got to realize, Amen. It's up to God to nurture and to take care of His own, Amen. But we've got to realize in our hearts, our minds, Amen, that harvesting time it's coming, and it's coming soon. Every day, Amen. When we we'll read the Word, Amen, you read the headline, you can see things that God says are going to come to pass before He comes. They are happening now, right before our eyes. And those who are not believers, those who have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and their Savior, they say, oh, it's because of science. It's because of this. No, these are indications that the Lord is coming and we must get right with God. Our key thing, church, we're not the reapers. We're not the gatherers. It is our job. If you're a born again believer, it is our job to just carry God's word and do the work that he's called us to do. How do we do this church? By keeping our eyes on God. If Paul said, keep your eyes on the prize. As David said, by looking to the hills from whence cometh my help by looking back at me and saying, Oh, by the way, I was like them one time. And guess if they had thrown me out, where would I be now? If God had cast me aside, where would I be now? So let's stop trying to do God's work and just do God's bidding. Amen. God, God's bidding is what he's called you to do. See, some of us, Amen. we start listening to the enemy. Amen. Because the serpent comes in, we listen like Eve and we stop doing what we're supposed to be doing. We stop believing. Amen. That God has told us what he's told us. Amen. And we're going to do what the serpent is directing us, leading us, motivating us to do. When we're walking in the flesh, I mean, we hear him and we believe him. But when you walk in the spirit, when you walk in the anointing, when you walk in the power of God, when you come to mean, something you can't hear what he's saying. Put earphones on when I want to hear nothing. Everything is sounded except for what I want to hear. And in this day, church, the only thing I want to hear is the word of God. And I'm waiting on God to say to me, servant, well done. Thou' I've been faithful over a few things That's what I'm waiting for. That's what we all should be waiting for yeah. That's what we need to be doing church not trying to get the perfect church Trying to get the perfect this that and the other but trying to make sure that we're right with God How do we know when we're right with God when we can let the mind of Christ? Rule in us richly. When you find, amen, that things are going bad and you're thinking about God. When, when, when you yourself are in danger and only thing you're thinking about how to help somebody else, that's it. When those folk do you absolutely wrong and the only thing you're bound to do is do right by them, they spit on Christ. He still died for them. They beat him. He still died for him, and he said, "No man take my life. I lay it down freely." Why? Because he loved the world. He loved you, and he loved me. Yeah. Church question for you: Do you love Christ? Yeah. Do you look forward to His glory appearing? Then we need to live our life just way He did. Yeah. Everybody ain't there yet. That's not the words you hear. You go something they goes, "Hey, do what you want to do." I got a blessing for you. No. We've got to realize, church, y'all look around, as I say, take a look around at everybody. Just look at everybody's eyeballs. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. That's good seed. And even when you look at them and God show you, amen, that they are not, it is your responsibility to give them God's word because God can change anybody. Stop writing folk off. Give them the word and let God change them church. He changed you He changed me See nobody knows where you come from but you know, and God knows amen. God know what it took You don't even know what it took to get yourself, right? Good seed is what God is sowing what's good seed his word His blood his spirit. Amen. Oh, that's it. That's what we need church But remember, let's look at things with a whole different set of glasses, a whole other lens. Look at things good first and not bad. Look at it as an opportunity, amen, and not an obstruction, amen. Oh, God, here's an opportunity. Oh, I see something, God. Give me a word, God. Let me help them, God. And if I can't help them, let me help somebody who's helping them, God. If I can't let me pray, God, give me a word, God. That's what he wants from us, amen. When you see something bad. God, what can I do? And see, if God don't want you to do anything, in church, he'll stop you from getting there. Yeah. But the thing you, God, He's gonna allow you to do is yeah. pray for Him. He's gonna allow you to cry out for Him, God save their soul. Yeah. Yeah. And your word can go places amen that you cannot go right now. In yeah. yeah. the presence of God, your word is what's gonna move God. Yeah. Yeah. Good seed, church. That's the way we've got to look. Have an optimistic look at whatever's going on in your life. Whatever it is. And try to find out why things are the way they are. And I ain't talking about delving and being nose for business. Dig into the word. There's always a spiritual reason things are not so good. But that don't mean they're destitute. That's opportunity for God to work a miracle in their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he do it for you? Yeah. If you know it, amen, you got to be willing to tell somebody that. Yeah. And not just tell them with your mouth, amen, show them, amen, your actions toward them. And I don't care how bad they keep treating you, you keep treating them right. Yeah. Every opportunity called Christ spells a bug. He's got a demon, amen. Oh, he's of the devil. Uh Uh-uh. Christ ain't preached God not near day of the week. He was in the garden creating confusion. He was up in hell, in heaven, creating confusion. Got kicked out. That's all we need to get out of our presence, out of our midst, out of our mind, out of our heart, out of our lives is Satan. But there's good seed, church. If it's not good seed, Christ will separate them at the harvest time. This is not the harvest time. This is still sowing time. This is still planting time. And we need to make sure we're planting those seeds of God's word is what we need to plant. The other things you're planting, they're not going to benefit. Amen. <laughs> Father God, we bless you today, God, for your son Jesus, God, for his word. I pray God you're well pleased at all that has been said and done here today. I pray, God, your word falls on fertile ground in our hearts today. And we pray, God, that you would just lead our hearts, our feet, our minds, our voices to bless and praise you, God, and to carry a word to even those, God, who in our eyes seem not to be right. And allow us, God, to remember that such were some of us. But thank God for his blood. God, help us today, O oh Lord God, to keep your word in our hearts, our minds, God, that we don't sin against you not even in word god not even in deed, father god not even thought god help us today god to help oh lord god do your work and your will god i pray god for this entire body of believers god i pray for the entire body god that you just continue lord god the work that you began in us god i thank you for what you're doing i thank you god for what is yet to be done god but please allow us god to get on one accord with you father god lord even now god i pray salvation to those who don't know you, God, those who need deliverance today, God, who are crying out for it, I pray deliverance now, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh God, even now, God, I pray you give a heart and a mind of commitment to you, Father God. And I pray, God, the gift that you've given each and every one of us, God, that you are stirred up, oh, Lord God, that we can use it, God, all for your glory, Father God. And I pray, God, you would allow us, oh, Lord God, to bring fruit, oh, Lord God. Oh, God, some a hundredfold, God, some a thousandfold, God. But let us bring forth, oh, Lord God, fruit for you, God. I tell you, thank you, Lord God. And God, even now, I pray for all of those who are heavy laden and burdened down, God, you would lift their burdens now, God. Oh, God, right now, lift the burdens, God, and give us strength for this journey, God. I thank you. I praise you, God, and I ask it in
2: Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Bless your name, God.